Join us at the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of At the Movies. Hey, everyone, I'm your host, Anonymous Number One. And I'm your host, Anonymous Number Two. Before we get started, make sure you follow us on TikTok and Instagram at The Movies Podcast to stay updated on future episodes and for a chance to interact with us. For any new listeners here, we release two episodes each week. Thursdays are dedicated to Thriller Thursday where we review our favorite and least favorite thrillers. And Sunday, we alternate between Spooky Sunday, which is all about horror movies, and Sunday Fun Day where we talk about our life experiences. And also, don't forget to stick around till the very end if you want to hear our funny, cringy bloopers. (laughs) They're literally the best. Alright, so before we get into today's episode, Anonymous One, do you have any news or updates this week? Or what did you get up to? Honestly, nothing too exciting. However, I don't know if you've seen this on TikTok, but you know the, I hope I'm saying this right, Gua Sha? Like, Geisha. Oh, is that what you Geisha? say? Geisha? I, I don't think know. So. I think I don't it's know. Gua Sha, but I don't know if is I'm it? saying it right. However, I'm sure everybody knows because it's like this like big thing now. Yeah, But yeah, it's yeah. like this yeah. little like rose quartz or whatever material you have it yeah, in, but you like rub it on your, right? yeah, it's a stone and you like rub it on your face and it's supposed mm-hmm. to like drain the lymphatic <laughs> drainage or whatever. Yeah. I think I'm yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. right. But I literally used it once and I saw my mom and my mom was like, whoa, like your face looks so glowy today. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? She's like, I don't know. It just looks so good. And I was like, wait, is it actually working? So I used it last uh-huh. night again. That's really good. And I'm going to keep like trying to use it for the week. Apparently, I saw someone in the comments. They said you have to use it 10 minutes, two times a day. Yeah. One in the morning and one in the night. Yeah. So I literally, I think I do it like do once a day because I'm just too lazy. Oh to my do God. It in yeah. The See, I forget. I feel like the nighttime is like perfect because yeah, you have like a nighttime exactly. regimen. But exactly. for me in the morning, I just am like, go, go, go. I do like a bunch of other my shit. My morning is so random. It's literally like wake up, turn on my laptop, and go to work. Well, not yeah. go to work, but like go to my laptop to yeah, yeah, yeah. work from home. To work. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. What about you, though? Did you do anything fun? Same old, same old. Nothing really. We actually ended up getting... This is so boring. Like, people probably listening to this are like, I don't care. But (laughs) we're doing some, like, renovations in our, like, new condo. So we just got this, like, new light fixture. Because we had this one in the... We had this one in the kitchen. And when we came in, we were like, okay, that's literally the ugliest thing ever. It was just, like, this weird, like, sparkly silver lighting. And so we got this new one from Lowe's. We got it installed, so it's very nice. But other than that, literally nothing. So that's a little bit about my week. Yeah, makes sense. And for everybody listening, of course, you know we're from Canada. And we are actually from Ontario, more precisely. So for anybody who follows the news and who knows, we are in a shutdown. So we can't do anything. So, (laughs) you know, we're just staying at home, being super safe. And that's that. Yeah, exactly. So if you're bored, listen to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Come on, you got it. All right, so with all of that being said, I'm sure as you all can guess, today is Thursday, which means it's time for another Thriller Thursday episode. Woo! I feel like we're so in sync with that woo now. It's amazing. I love it. Same. Okay, so today we really wanted to switch it up a little bit and dive into a movie that I'm sure you're actually not even expecting us to talk about. Literally. And honestly, I legit begged Anonymous One to talk about this movie (laughs) on the podcast because it's obviously like, as you guys will find out in a short minute, it is like pretty different from a lot of the movies we usually talk about on this podcast. But it is one of my all-time favorite movies. And being the great friend that she is, she was like, of course we can talk about it. So I'm honestly... She, so happy. Anonymous 2 is obsessed 
obsessed with this movie. Oh my so. god, it's so bad. I literally <laughs> watch this movie like probably once a month. So that's so funny. That's like how I am with Lion King, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. You like I I like, can't. I can't. It's in my ritual. Like I, it's like it, it integrated is. in my routine. Exactly. It is a hundred percent. All right, so I'm sure you guys are waiting for the grand reveal. So the movie that we are going to be talking about today is, drumroll please, Coraline. Woo! So this movie came out in 2009 and it stars actress Dakota Fanning, who's also in a lot of other childhood movies like Daddy Daycare, Uptown Girl, etc. So I'm sure you guys know her. Yeah. And also, fun fact, the mom is stared by Terry Hatcher, which is Susan from Desperate Housewives. So if you watch that. Oh my that, gosh. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I was like shocked when I saw that. Yeah. I literally didn't know that at all. Yeah. That's so cool. So it's really cool. Wow. It's literally one of my favorite shows, side note. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, so funny all right so i know you guys are probably a little bit confused if you haven't already seen the movie because obviously Coraline is classified as like a family fantasy film mm -hmm. but we did think that it was really interesting to talk about because for me especially this is one of the first movies that really sparked my interest in thriller movies because honestly it's low-key really creepy it's literally such a creepy movie like, like even it's for crazy kids? like i don't yeah. know how this is even like a family movie like honestly for me at this age i still even think it's scary same and i also feel like it has some like horror-ish elements so yes, it's like a good mix course. for like a thriller yeah. fantasy family yeah. movie type thing exactly yeah and also we think this is super fun to talk about because first of all it's clay animation which i think is like super unique yeah. agreed and second of all we've never really talked about a thriller movie that's that's like created for a younger audience and we've watched yeah. this when we were both young young too. yeah but it's still into our adult years too so i feel like it kind exactly of like pleases like both audiences like a younger audience but also an older one agreed too. and i feel like a lot of people who have seen it always found it to be like a really creepy yeah. child movie agreed. or i guess yeah. you could say that yeah all right so with all that being said let's dive into the plot So the movie starts out with a young girl named Coraline Jones, voiced by Dakota Fanning, who moved from Michigan with her parents into an apartment complex in the middle of nowhere, and it's all, like, pink. Yeah, and it's kind of, like, gloomy vibes. Like, it's very, yeah. like, foggy and gloomy out. Yeah. So Coraline's parents are both gardeners, and they've been working on a new gardening catalog, so they don't really pay much attention to her, and you can see her just being kind of, like, yeah. neglected a neglected, little bit. Neglected, yeah. Yeah. And one day, Coraline decides to explore around her apartment complex because she's obviously super bored yeah i think her mom's like just leave me alone and like go count all like the windows exactly or, like, just make yourself busy kind of thing yeah so Coraline decides that she's going to investigate outside because she's like she loves dirt she loves playing outside all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and while she's outside she finds a well and when she goes to investigate the well a young boy named yb and his black cat jump out and scare her and she's like what's going on but then it is revealed that yb is actually the landlord's grandson of her apartment complex. So a couple of days later, YB ends up giving Coraline a doll. I think he drops it off outside of her house. And obviously Coraline is super confused because the doll looks literally exactly like her. Yep. And YB ends up writing on the note that he actually found it in his grandma's house. So this is like really weird. She's like, what's going <laughs> so on? So weird. 
So later that night, while Coraline is sleeping, she actually wakes up to find a mouse in her room. And of course, you know, being Coraline, she chases the mouse and follows it downstairs into the living room where the mouse actually runs through a small door in the wall. So here, Coraline is shocked when she opens the door and sees a magical blue tunnel that leads to another door. Yeah, I mean, I would be too. I would be kind (laughs) of intrigued, to be honest. I'd be like, yeah, let's check it out. (laughs) Let's do it. So obviously, Coraline is very adventurous, so she decides that she's going to crawl through the tunnel to the other side, but she ends up being super confused because she literally ends up coming out into basically her living room where she crawled through. So she's like, am I just like tripping out? Because it literally seems like she hasn't even left her house. Mm-hmm. So Coraline ends up hearing her mom sing in the kitchen and she's like, what's going on? It's literally like in the middle of the night. Why is my mom in the kitchen? So she ends up going to investigate and she is literally horrified to see that the woman standing in front of her looks exactly like her mom, but has buttons basically sewed into her eyes. Which is so scary. I'm sorry. So I would scary. literally be freaked out. <laughs> I would. I couldn't. I literally I'd be like, not. okay, bye. <laughs> bye. See you later. <laughs> So the woman ends up explaining to Coraline that she is basically Coraline's other mother. So essentially Coraline has basically crawled into an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then Coraline meets her other father who also has buttons for eyes and basically both parents spoil Coraline with a huge meal to welcome her. And it, honestly, the meal looks so good. Like when I watched it, like it literally they have like so turkey appetizing. and like mashed potatoes yeah. and like, and oh gravy. Gosh, oh, yeah. yeah. Love the whole shebang. And obviously Coraline is amazed because this truly is like her life back home, except her parents just seem a lot more happier and like invested in her and just always want to take care of her and please her, make her happy and all that stuff. It's basically like a better version of her life at home. Exactly. And also side note, the world is literally the exact same as it is back home, except in this new like alternate world, it's just dark all the time. Yeah. So it's a little bit more like creepy, like like, thriller vibe. Yeah, exactly. So the other mother and the other father end up tucking her into bed that night and Coraline wakes up the next morning in her room in the normal universe. Yeah, exactly. And she tells her real mom about what happened and her mom says that she just had a crazy dream. Yeah. So at this point in time, I think Coraline just thinks that she had like this crazy Crazy, realistic dream. Like she doesn't think it's like real yet. She probably thought she was like lucid dreaming or something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So YB ends up coming over to the apartment complex again and basically he revealed to Coraline that his grandma is actually very afraid of where Coraline lives because her twin sister actually went missing there when they were younger. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Coraline doesn't think much of this. She kind of thinks YB's a little bit crazy. <laughs> and so, you know, she decides that she's going to meet with the other neighbors in her apartment complex and kind of just forget about everything that YB has told her. So, you know, later on we meet Coraline's neighbors and and basically her upstairs neighbor is this crazy Russian man named Mr. Bobinski who actually trains mice for a living, which is crazy. Like so so, funny. so random. Yeah. And then downstairs, her neighbors are named Miss Spink and Miss Forcible. And they essentially own like literally like a hundred Scottish dogs. Yeah. Like little Scottish terrier yeah. dogs or whatever. 
So it's actually downstairs where Coraline's neighbors end up telling her to be aware of the little door that's in her apartment complex. And this is honestly so weird because they don't know her apartment complex. No. Like I think they just like, they were like looking through their tea because I think they're kind of like not yeah. psychic, but they do like readings and yep. stuff. And they were looking in their tea leaves and they saw this like hand. premonition of like a hand yeah. or something. And they're like, oh, there's danger in like your life yeah. or whatever. Which is spooky. I know. Sets the tone. Definitely. As you can probably guess, Coraline obviously doesn't listen to this. And that night, she ends up going through the tunnel again to see her other parents. Yeah. Now, this time, while she's there, her other parents surprise her with her other friend, YB. And in the alternate world, they actually have programmed YB not to speak because they thought that Coraline would like that a lot better. Yeah. Exactly. So Coraline and the other YB end up going to the other Mr. Babinski's unit where he actually puts on a performance where there's like dancing mice that he's been training all along. Yeah. And after that, they both go downstairs where they watch an acrobatic performance put on by the other Mrs. Spink and Mrs. Forcible. So obviously at this point, Coraline is so amazed by this world because everything seems so much more fun and exciting yeah. than her normal life. Like pretty much in her normal life, both her neighbors are kind Kind of just like weird her family is like very gloomy and dull mm -hmm. and in this world just everything is so much more fun. like bright and eccentric yeah. like she just has so much more fun here mm -hmm. agreed so later that night Coraline ends up running into YB's black cat outside and he actually begins to speak to her essentially the cat explains that this world is not as good as she thinks and that the other mother has very evil intentions dun, dun, dun. and I know very <laughs> scary and at this point he also reveals that that he's not like the other cat and that he's just himself and he's been going in and out of the alternate universe for like as long as he can remember. So at this point in time, Coraline obviously doesn't want to believe this because she loves her new life and she decides to just go back inside. So when Coraline goes back inside, her other mother ends up telling Coraline that she can stay in this world forever under one condition. And that is, in order for Coraline to stay in this alternate universe, she must let them sew buttons into her eyes. Ew, Sorry. like the literal, I would actually freak out. Same. Which Coraline does freak out. Yeah, and then she exactly. basically realizes that this world is like not what it seems. So she runs up to her bedroom, tries to fall asleep so she can wake up in her normal world. Unfortunately, this doesn't work and she seems to be trapped in the alternate universe. So when Coraline wakes up, she sneaks downstairs to the living room and tries to escape through the little door. However, the other mother finds her and ends up getting so angry. And this is actually really creepy because she ends up like growing into this like gross, like Disgusting. spider looking thing. So scary. And it's just, ew, it's just gross. Cause she thinks the mother is like so like innocent and petite. And then she just grows into this literal monster. Like lengthy, long neck. Yeah. Like it's pretty much like looking. a spider, like a skeleton yeah, spider exactly. Exactly. And essentially, the other mother ends up locking Coraline behind a mirror and threatens to keep her there until she behaves herself. Which is so scary. I like, know. Like, why? Is she just, the thing is, she turns so quick in this movie. Yeah. And it's, it's like just a like, second. it's exactly. And I, and Coraline's just like, oh my gosh, like, I, I should have listened. Like, so many people yeah. warned her, but she just didn't listen. So while Coraline is trapped behind the mirror, she basically ends up meeting these three ghosts who are also trapped behind the mirror as well and ultimately they reveal to Coraline that they were once young children as well and they were super unhappy with their lives like Coraline was so basically 
basically the other mother created dolls like they did with Coraline just like them and used them to spy on their lives. So they found the door pretty much just like Coraline did and they were tempted by this alternate universe. However, they were not as smart as Coraline and they let the other mother sew the buttons into their eyes. Oh, so creepy. So creepy. So unfortunately, all the promises that the other mother made were obviously false and she ended up locking them away forever. Which is so sad. It's like, literally so, so sad. I hated that scene. And it is also revealed that one of the ghosts was YB's grandma's twin sister who went missing, if you remember. Yeah. And the ghost basically urged Coraline to help set their souls free yeah like if she was able to they were like please set our souls free exactly so all of a sudden Coraline is dragged out of the mirror by the other yb and he motions her to escape through the door so while Coraline has this literal split second to escape she quickly crawls through the tunnel back to reality and she locks the door so that the other mother can't get to her however she soon realizes that her real parents are missing and that the other mother has trapped them in the altar alternate universe which is so, so scary crazy. she thinks that she's back home yeah. she's free of her at last and then yeah. it's found out that her parents are now gone so at this point Coraline knows that she must go back to the other world to save them but she knows that she must be super smart about this because the other mother is obviously very witty so that night she ends up returning to the alternate universe and she tells the other mother that she wants to play a game Coraline says that she wants to find the eyes of the three ghost children and after she's done that, she wants to find her parents. And essentially, if Coraline is able to do this, the other mother has to let her go. But if she fails, Coraline says that she'll let the other mother sew the buttons into her eyes and basically stay in the world forever. So the next 20 minutes of the film, Coraline desperately tries to find the eyes of the ghost children. So I think she ends up finding one in the garden, one in Mr. Bobinski's unit, and then one in Miss Spink and Miss Forcible's unit. So obviously these 20 minutes are so like action-packed and a lot oh, yeah. happens but I feel like if we talk about everything that happens we'd be here forever for so sure. we're gonna just leave it at that for now after she finds the three ghost eyes Coraline ends up finding her parents who are trapped in a snow globe but Coraline knows that she can't admit this to the other mother because if not she will never let her yeah. leave yeah. yeah I think the ghosts like whisper to her like she's holding like the ghost eyes and they whisper like she'll never let you leave even if you find like your parents so exactly. you have to like trick her because the mother's like really sneaky. Yeah. So basically she puts the snow globe into her purse and tells the other mother that she thinks her real parents are behind the small door. And actually she does this so the other mother unlocks the small door because she locked it earlier yeah, in the movie so Coraline exactly. couldn't like get back into the real yeah. world. Which is actually so smart of Coraline like to think on her feet like that. I like, know. I would I never agree. be able to do that. I would be like oh they're in the snow globe and they're <laughs> in there forever. <laughs> oh my god that's funny. <laughs> Anyways, so when the other mother opens the door, Coraline throws the black cat at her who scratches out the other mother's button eyes and Coraline barely escapes and she ends up locking the door on the other side, aka in her real world. And this mm -hmm. is literally the most suspenseful scene ever because like the other mother transforms yeah. into a spider and like all yeah. this crazy stuff is happening. And so she's like pounding on the door and she's screaming. She's exactly. like, don't leave me. Don't leave me. I can't exactly. like, I can't live without you you have to stay here like basically if she doesn't like get the soul of Coraline like she'll die it's super creepy 
finally Coraline returns back home into the real world and she finds her real parents who actually have no knowledge of what happened mm-hmm. so basically everything seems fine yeah everything's fine and dandy <laughs> until later that night in Coraline's dreams she is actually woken up by the three ghosts who end up thanking her for setting their souls free but they end up warning her that Coraline is still very much in danger because the other mother will find the key and unlock the door. So obviously Coraline is very freaked out and she basically ends up taking the key and decides that she's gonna throw it down the well that she visited at the beginning of the movie because obviously it's like very far down and so like if she drops the key in there no one will ever be able to find it. However, when she's on her way to the well, the other mother's skeleton hand manages to like basically crawl through the tunnel and follows Coraline to the well, grabs onto her because the key's like around her neck. She's wearing it as like a necklace, grabs onto the necklace and starts dragging Coraline back to the house, which is so scary. So creepy. But thankfully, the real YB ends up saving the day and he comes storming through on his motorcycle, ends up smashing the skeleton hand with a rock and him and Coraline both tie the key to the rock and end up throwing it down the well. After all of this is done and everything is good, Coraline's real parents end up hosting a gardening party in the backyard and invite all of their neighbors. So Coraline also invites YB's grandma and ends up telling her what actually happened to her twin sister. But it is a happy ending with closure, of course. I loved that ending because I feel like it was yeah. like the grandma was like always scared in the movie and like always like wanted to make sure YB was okay because like she never ended up uncovering the mystery of like exactly. what happened to her sister. And And that was just so sweet for her to like actually be able to get that closure in the end. I feel like that's like such a nice ending. Agreed. All right, so now we are going to be moving on to our likes and dislikes section where we talk about what we liked about the movie and then what we didn't like so much. So first, starting off with our likes from Anonymous 2 here, I would say that one of the things I loved about this movie is that even though it's obviously classified as a family movie, this is 100% a movie you can watch as an adult. And I wanna stress this so much because I find that even though obviously like there is like a bit of like a kid element to this movie, obviously they're very young, like young kids. I feel like when you're older and you watch this movie, you really understand like the creepiness factor of it and it actually sinks in that this little girl is literally going to an alternate universe where her other parents want to basically eat up her soul like that is so terrifying crazy so creepy and I feel like it definitely fits the genre of like a thriller movie and then another thing I will say is that I just love how crazy unique this movie is and especially for like a younger audience movie too I feel like the plots are pretty standard and like not super intricate usually, but I feel like this movie is just so cool how there's basically an alternate universe where everything is pretty much the same, except for like, it's just more of like a tempting, bright, crazy, different world. Like, I just think it's such a cool plot and definitely something you don't see in a lot of other movies. And I just feel like there's so many like evil elements that just make it such a good thriller. Agreed, for sure. I also will say that for this movie, I feel like one of my favorite things about it was 
was the overall message. I feel like the main message of this movie was pretty much that the grass is not always greener on the other side. And then there's also, I think there's like a saying like the grass is green where you water it. And I feel like this like really applies to this movie because obviously Coraline is super tempted by this other world. It's a lot more like vibrant and bright than her normal life. And so she's obviously tempted to go there, but then it obviously doesn't turn out as she seems and as she hopes. And I feel like this kind of applies to the real world. Like I feel like, you know, in life, sometimes you make decisions based on what you think is gonna be like this crazy life altering change or what will better you. But in fact, the life you have, I feel like you have to kind of appreciate that. And you know, there are gonna be struggles in everyone's lives, but you really have to kind of just focus and work on those issues in order to kind of fulfill your best life. So I feel like the message in this movie is honestly like very important and very practical in the For real world. 100%, yeah, totally. Another thing that I loved about this movie is that I found the characters were so intriguing. I feel like especially Coraline, she was just so brave. Like I feel like in most movies, obviously like the younger characters can be very scared or timid. And I just felt like this movie was such a great representation of a young woman just being so brave and going after what she kind of thought was right. Mm -hmm. Like for example, she literally was, I don't know, maybe like eight years old. And she went back to save her parents, even though she knew how evil this world was. And I just feel like this is such a great thing for younger women to kind of watch because I feel like you kind of look up to her and that's like your role model figure. And you just think like, oh, if she can do this, like I can do great things as well. And I know it's obviously not that deep and not everyone's gonna have that perspective, but I love that it was just like a young girl who was so brave and kind of, you know, stood up for what she believed in and went after her parents to like save them in the end. So I thought that was really, really cool. Cause I feel like usually it's like the adult who does that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I guess like the last note that I'll say about this movie is just the fact that I freaking appreciated how this movie was literally all done in clay animation. Mm -hmm. Because let me tell you, I've, I did a class, I think it was like in grade six or something. And it was based on clay animation. And we had to make like this little like stop motion movie. Yeah. And mine was literally like 30 seconds long maybe. And it took us three weeks to make this. It's insane. Like it was an entire yeah. project. Yeah. And so I just feel like I respect that so much more. And it literally probably took them so long to create this movie. So honestly, kudos to them. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I had to do a project where it was like stop motion or stop picture animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had to like yeah. draw and then cut yeah. out and then do that. And it took so long. It's like so picture long. by picture, picture yeah, by picture. And you have to take like little snapshots. Yep, it's crazy. Yep, yeah, it's insane. So I definitely have some things that I also really liked about this movie. Maybe not as in-depth or as much as Anonymous 2 because obviously she's very passionate about <laughs> yes, it, which I is am. awesome. But I guess I will start off by saying how I thought that even though it's a child family movie, it still had a lot of characteristics of like a thriller slash horror movie. Yeah. Like obviously more thriller because it's not like that scary for like a horror movie. Yeah. But basically it had like a black cat, creepy dolls, yes. creepy music music like everything really did kind of fit the thriller genre to be mm -hmm. honest with you like all the creepy elements were definitely there so it was very interesting to kind of see it put all together and yeah. it really did deliver a creepy vibe a creepy atmosphere 100 mm -hmm. and creepy environment too and also just like talking about the message of the movie i completely agree with anonymous 2's message and i also just wanted to add that looks can be deceiving and it's mm -hmm. all about perception in a way you know yeah like life can be very tough and have very difficult 
difficult situations to deal with so you know because her parents were very busy and working a lot clearly like they're probably just trying to like make a life for themselves and make sure yeah. that Coraline has like food and like they all have shelter and all that stuff so and then the you know at the end they had a party so it kind of just shows that everybody goes through difficult situations and yeah. just because the grass seems greener on the other side like Anonymous 2 says it's not so always true. like it's just yeah. very deceiving and you know what I feel like that you can relate that to so many life situations where it's like Agreed. you see like for example on social media you see this couple being so cute and lovey-dovey yeah. and then behind the scenes there's so much more that happens you just exactly. don't know exactly. so I feel like it's almost like a human thing where it's like oh you always want what you can have or like what looks yeah. so good but at the end of the day you don't know what those people are going through like what yeah. those situations are like you don't know really the implications exactly. of whatever looks like it's better because at the yeah. end of the day everything has pros and cons so you just kind of need to do whatever exactly. is best for you and not just be tempted by whatever yeah. looks easy or looks fun yeah. because you don't know what the consequences yeah. or what the real implications are that's so true because the thing is i feel like the doorway kind of symbolizes her escape from like yeah. her problems and like her in her life and i feel like it's important to note that like like you said and like you're gonna come across problems but you can't escape from them in order to resolve them and like when she mm -hmm. actually realized no my normal life is what i actually want yeah. then they were able to kind of resolve the issues and like you said in the end they had like a huge garden party and she was exactly. really kind of connecting with her parents more yeah so i feel like once you kind of look at the issue head on and you don't escape from it then you kind of are rewarded in a sense and like everything will get better you know what i mean yeah and like you said too i also really like how she was brave and like she did put on a brave face and went back to yeah. rescue her parents i thought that was like really cool and also just an observation i guess i can kind of tie it in with my likes so i thought it was similar to skeleton key a little bit where like mm. the voodoo dolls are like the characters and right. i thought that like yeah. the dolls in the movie were so freaking creepy and were kind of like the characters so i thought there was like a little bit of like a correlation there right, yeah also i found it pretty comparable to the nightmare before christmas like i think it's the same director too. it is the same director yeah. which i was gonna say the director's name is henry Selick. yeah so which is cool because like i really found that they had like similarities and just the way like Exa like just the it was vibe. creepy the, the vibe, vibe exactly yeah. and another thing that i found it was a little bit similar to is alice in wonderland because of the tunnel like you know how it's like Ooh. she's going from like the real world yeah. to like an alternate world obviously yeah. it's like the storylines are different but like the tunnel yeah. itself i was like oh my god it looks like alice in wonderland where like it's, and it's kind going. of like almost like a lucid dream vibe exactly it, so i was know? like oh i don't know just just kind of like some similarities that i thought of yeah. while watching that movie yeah. yeah and might i add almost forgot so the whole alternate universe and you know how there's like the real parents and the other mother and like the other mm -hmm. people in the other universe yeah. i don't know why but i found it so similar to the movie us that's true so like true. so similar because like if you've watched us it's like a very similar mm -hmm. concept where there's like literally another you another but like yeah another in another universe so we'll probably end up reviewing that movie but i just thought of that i feel too. that yeah that's such a good point yeah yeah so now we're gonna be moving on to our dislike section so i guess just to start things off from anonymous 2 honestly there's not a lot that i disliked about this movie i feel like it was just very clever and like i don't know i just didn't find there was any like super boring parts or anything like yeah. that but i think one of the things i will say is that like we said this movie is classified as a like family movie obviously but what i will say is i would honestly if i was like a parent or if i was describing this movie to a parent i would probably recommend to like supervise your kid while watching this movie 100%. i definitely think it's a movie that's like honestly a bit too scary for pretty much anyone under the age of maybe like 10 or even like 12 yeah probably I, 10 I, I don't know i feel like kids are like a lot more like used to that kind of stuff nowadays but this movie i think is rated 
rated like you were saying like PG, right? Yeah, I think or it is. Like that. Yeah. But I honestly feel like even rated like 13 plus or or 14A would be good because it's honestly Agreed. like pretty creepy. Yeah. I think I, I was telling Anonymous one this, but my sister went to go see this movie when it came out and I think she was like, I don't know, like seven or eight or something like that. And she was so traumatized. Like she had nightmares after it. And honestly, whenever I talk to people about this movie nowadays, there's people my age that say, oh my God, that movie terrified me. So I would yeah. definitely say that this movie for a younger audience, definitely I feel like supervision is needed. Like that's what I definitely will say about this movie. And you know what? I 110% agree with you because for my dislikes, like there isn't really anything that I really disliked about the movie. Like when I think about it as a whole, there's not really much you can critique it on. It's really, really mm. good. But like you said, I'm sorry, but whenever I watched this, I don't remember how old I was. Like maybe I was like, I think we were like 11 when it came out or, or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was probably like 11 or 12 when I watched it. And to be honest with you, I was so freaked out with the scene where the mom like transforms into this like creepy yep, yep, yep. old lady she, spider thing. When she's like thing. one, two, three, and then she like grows into this I disgusting just, thing. I just thought it was like so scary. But like, honestly, I don't know. I feel like they rate some movies like PG-13, PG-14 yeah. for like kissing. And I'm like, okay, that's literally so I natural. Know. Like it's a freaking that's peck. So but true. I'm like, I'm sorry, but this is so scary because you know kids are very like perceptible and like yeah. they like see things and they're like kind of like a sponge like they yep. absorb everything so it's like oh my god yep. like they're probably gonna be scared at night there's some scenes that are just like really creepy and like they it depends are. on the like, kid too like i think if kids are like very you know scared and like they grow yeah. up like very not exposed to stuff like that then obviously yeah. watch it a bit older but if they're like super chill and like they don't really care and they like yeah. this or maybe have like older siblings exactly or that watch movies like then that i feel like maybe they'd be fine however though as like an adult watching it yeah you're obviously gonna be fine you're not gonna be freaking out yeah. <laughs> Like, it's nothing that scary, but it, it's no. just, like, definitely a little bit it's creepy. It's creepy. Like, it's, it's just creepy. creepy. Like, the, yeah. the, the concept. You know the I concept mean? is creepy, for sure. And so, for, like, a dislike, I guess that would really be, like, the only thing is that I I wish when I watched it when I was younger that I was warned it was going to be that creepy. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> That's the agreed. only thing. But other than that, I feel like it doesn't really have many dislikes, to be honest. Yeah, I know. I, I literally, I'm trying to think of, like, anything major, but I can't think of anything. Like, yeah. I feel like I'd just be kind of nitpicking. Like, it's, it's honestly exactly. overall like a pretty like well done movie pretty solid agreed so now we're going to be moving on to our rating section where we rate the film out of 10 so I think just to kickstart this, the movie was actually rated 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is so good. Really like amazing. we always thank say. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, God. literally. Like we always say Rotten Tomatoes can be very picky. So I feel like this is well-deserved and like pretty nice because I feel like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of kids movies can be rated kind of low because obviously yeah. like some can be like super cheesy. So I feel like this is like really a great rating for this movie. Agreed. In terms of myself, it's funny. So this is anonymous too here. I literally had my rating. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like I was gonna rate it a 10. I know. I saw I that and I was like, wait, did I know, you just change I know, it? I know. I did change it. But I don't know. Maybe I will stick to a 10. I was gonna, I changed it to a 9.5 because I was thinking and I was like, I don't want anyone to like make fun of me because it's like a child movie. And like, obviously it's very different from the movies we talk about. But I feel like if I'm being true to myself, I have to rate it a 10 because I'm 
not gonna be true to myself if I get give it a 9.5 I literally would recommend this movie to anyone and I watch this movie once a month So and it's probably yeah. the most frequently watched movie that I watch So it's not fair for me to rank this a 9.5 because mm -hmm. I genuinely stand by a 10 and honestly so I'm sure give it a 10. exactly. Yeah. I'm just gonna give it a 10. There we go. It's exactly. my first 10 rating There too, we go. So. Amazing. But yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like it's obviously kind of strange because this is technically a children's movie but I literally don't even care at this point because I just think it's so well executed. I just think from everything from like the music to the acting to the bright colors is just so endearing and it kind of just brings you into the movie. Mm -hmm. Like I honestly just felt like the plot was so interesting just by having this extremely tempting universe with all these yeah. bright colors that could so instantly turn into Coraline's worst nightmare. I just found that concept like so cool. Like it just, yeah. it just flipped so quickly. Agreed. And I guess just with all that being said, I feel like it's definitely a movie that kind of makes you think at the end of it. Like I just remember I would search up all these like hidden meanings. There's a lot of like hidden Easter eggs throughout the movie. And overall, I just love the message. Like I think it's actually a very important hidden message that the grass is not always greener. Mm -hmm. So I think with all that being said, I definitely have to stick by my 10 out of 10 rating. Yeah, so congrats to Anonymous 2 for having her first 10 out of 10. I don't think I've had <laughs> mine yet. Did I? Did you? I feel like you have. No? Maybe not. Maybe 9.5. I think I did 9.5. I don't think we got to a 10 just yet, but we will soon in the future. Yes. <laughs> However, now for my rating, I think I'm actually going to be giving this movie an 8 out of 10. Now, Fair. That's a great rating. It's definitely still a really good rating. So I'm going to start off with saying why I think it's an 8 out of 10 for me. So the concept is amazing. Very original very cool very spooky i really like how it's not like your typical princess movie it's definitely mm -hmm. different and it's spooky it gives me very like tim burton vibes like very yeah, yeah, creepy yeah. different like super cool also i really liked the cat character he was like my favorite oh my god i love so the cool. cat he was just so wise so good however though i will say i had trouble connecting with the actual characters in the movie i don't know why i just i just couldn't connect to it for some reason and i feel like it's not one of the movies that I would go back to and watch. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it personally. Like, I love the idea of it. Just not, I guess, like, my favorite, which is fine. But overall, when I look at it from, like, a movie standpoint, I definitely think it's really good plot, really well executed, really cool how it's, like, clay animation, and the message with it is really awesome. So, that's why I think, for me, it's just gonna get an 8 out of 10, which is still really that's solid. Great, like, yeah. don't think anything bad of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that wraps it up for our rating section. And now we're gonna be moving on to our personal question of the day. All right, and now jumping into the fun segment of the podcast where you ask us a question on our Instagram and we make sure to answer it. So today's question is, what's your dream vacation? That's a very good question. And I again, like I feel like we literally both have the same answer. We literally have the about. same answer. Just get ready, everyone. <laughs> I feel like it's such like, a basic answer and like one that you hear a lot, but oh, I feel yeah. like it makes sense. Like if everyone's saying it, then it must be something good, it's right? It's definitely like, <laughs> like I feel like the place to be. It's exactly. paradise. All right. So our dream vacation is Bora Bora. Bora. 
Okay. I feel like there's not like that much to go in depth about this answer. I just feel like, I feel like we both said this before, but we're definitely like beach people. Yeah. And I just feel like the crystal blue waters, the freaking, what is it called? The, um, the bungalows on the water. The, yes. The water bungalows. I feel like that's just like Gorgeous. such a once in a lifetime kind of trip. For sure. Definitely like somewhere I want to go on like my honeymoon. If I ever get the chance to do that, yeah. you will catch me in Bora Bora. Yeah, exactly. Bora Bora it is. And I really like how there's like an extinct volcano right at the center i feel like it just adds to the aesthetic i think it's so gorgeous i was gonna say the vibe but i think it's honestly like so beautiful because it's kind of like you know the aesthetic of like mountains and like the ocean together like that's what kind of it reminds me of and i think it's so you have to take a plane to get onto the island like a little small like don't i think so or a boat boat or like a plane or something to get on there you do i think it's a boat to be honest i think but it takes a long time i guess it depends where you live but it does take a long time to get there for sure but i think it's just so worth it like it seems very peaceful you're very like one with the nature and it's just so gorgeous and relaxing agreed like i just love how you have your own view it's beautiful and you know Mm -hmm. maybe one day we'll be able to go there who knows i know literally (laughs) all right and now moving on to the shout out of the episode where we give one of our lucky followers a shout out so today's shout out goes to a bit of everything podcast Thank you so much for following and supporting us. As always, we really appreciate it. Now, if you want to shout out in the next episode, make sure you're following us on our Insta. So with all that being said, this wraps it up for another Thriller Thursday episode. We hope that you all enjoyed. Thank you all so much for listening. And just before we go, make sure you're following us on our Instagram and TikTok at The Movies Podcast to make sure you're always staying up to date. And like we always say, if you liked us, if you liked this episode, make sure you go leave us a review and give us a five-star rating. And don't forget to stick around till the very end because our bloopers are coming right up. Yes, don't miss it. And with all that being said, we'll see you next time at the movies. I need to think. <laughs> Just be like, I feel like I need to drink like a fucking Red Bull or something. What was I even going to fucking say? <laughs> <gasps> Sorry, I just drank my my tea. (laughs) Guys are rating. Rating, not rating. No, 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 wait, wait, I'm gonna go again. It makes me feel like I'm like in an alternate universe when I watch it. Do you know what I mean? Like I I just watch it like attention to Caroline, so she's a bit Coraline. (laughs) Okay. We're no No. what the heck? Why do I wanna say that? That's so funny. And that's disgusting. (laughs) I'm gonna go again. Her mother, other <laughs> <laughs> mother, other them sue buttons into so, her eye. Sue, <laughs> I love that. I remember that from high school. You I actually sue. can't. I can't. Colonel and Colonel. Oh my god! Whatever. I never understand that. <laughs> <laughs>